Welcome back to Batting Around. It's Batting Around. It's a baseball podcast. I'm your co-host, Jane Austen. With me, as always, is Lauren. I'm Lauren. That's Lauren and Steven. Yo. Another crestfallen <laughs> yo. It's not baseball related. It's just me feeling feeling down. Yeah, someone can't hold their meats. Someone can't. I cannot hold my meats. No, I do not have Fogo power. That's for damn sure. <laughs> yeah, so Steven, Steven's not feeling good after going to Fogo to Chow. We have confirmed that uh, he is not Eduardo Escobar in disguise, <laughs> despite oh. never seeing both of them in the same room. I, I feel pretty confident, unless it's a ruse, that Steven is not secretly Eduardo Escobar. It would be a really great ruse. <laughs> yeah, pulling that off for like three and a half years would be really impressive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was watching that guy play for a lot longer than that. He didn't just become a player when he moved when he got traded to the Diamondbacks. I meant the podcast has been going that okay, long. Okay, okay. Yeah, I ate a lot of meat and I've been just feeling off all day. You got a um, meat hangover. I have a meat hangover. Yeah, and, and possibly an actual hangover. I did also drink a lot. Uh, yeah, a little from column A, a little from column B. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to blame the meats. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, I just, I think, uh, I think there might be some sulfites in this wine or something. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, no, you drank two bottles of wine and smoked a pack of cigarettes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I honestly, I have not watched much baseball in the last week. I was really busy with school, so I could go to a Magic the Gathering convention. <laughs> oh week. yeah, which which is pretty tight. That is actually way cooler than anything else that we did this week. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I I have also not watched a lot of baseball. I did go to a soccer game though. Soccer soccer oh, soccer hooligan Lauren is is uh, having a bit of a moment. Ooh. Well, been... how'd you find it? What's the what? What's give me the it's give fun. me the summary. It's fun. The DC soccer teams have good vibes uh mm. the dc united uh game i went to a couple of weeks ago was fun it was low in attendance because it was apparently not a soccer it wasn't it, was, it wasn't like the regular season game it was like a um the tournament it was like the first round of the tournament play and because it was the first round none of it was elimination uh, there was no chance of any kind of elimination so no one really gives a shit yet yeah. so even though in the end that's how they determine like the winner of the big thing at the end it's so early on that no one really cares. So it was basically empty. Then the Spirit game the other day was super fun and super, super packed. It's a really beautiful stadium in Southwest Waterfront, D.C. area. Uh, and I had a really great uh, hot dog with um, crab mac and cheese on it, a regional favorite. All right. All and, right. A, and a big-ass beer that was 4.2% and $17. Nice. So for for DC that's uh that's about as cheap as a spear gets in sports. So hell yeah. Are you gonna get a, a scarf? Mike get a scarf. They have a lot of really good uh the the pink flowers that we're famous for. Uh oh the cherry blossoms. Yeah. They also have that's the, killer. Yeah. They also have some incredible merch, the spirit, because they they're apparently doing this thing. I think it's a trend in broader women's uh soccer right now, where the players mm-hmm. themselves design a shirt. Let me actually pull this up because this is this is great. Yeah. And players across genders, across all sports, across it's a universal constant, I think. Even if they're not all lunkheads, they're also not great at design work or drawing. Mm-hmm. Sure. And they're calling these the doodle sketch tees. I'm gonna send you Ashley Hatch's shirt. Okay. It's it's a <laughs> long white rectangle that she yeah. drew in the field at Oh my of, god. Her as a stick figure. Uh, with a, a round ball heading straight for her head. That's pretty good. That's the, iconic. The big actually. ponytail. <laughs> the ponytail that's like the length of her entire body. Yeah. Yeah. 
this is like when uh because this is a very it's not a visual medium but i mean it is very much like just a a crude stick figure and a circle with speed lines coming out off the back of it like a, a, a all black and white yeah like it yeah it's it's like when you get your kids drawing put onto a coffee cup or something like it's it, kind of reminiscent like that and i don't mean that as a dig <laughs> it would be no. the kind of thing where like if this was like for a youth soccer league and a second grader did this you'd be like well thank you for trying yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> but the best part is i saw people wearing this on the way to the game on the metro <laughs> the fans so are into good. it so i'm into it i think okay. i think all leagues should embrace this i would love to see mlb players do some designs like this do American soccer fans do they try to adopt all like the the Anglo shit and say like oh it's nil nil yeah and yeah. oh what's oh uh, I I really enjoy sport yeah they do like all that. that stuff they do like the uh, standing the the section where you stand the whole time and do chants and drums and stuff well that's cool that part's that's cool. fun yeah I think I think adopting the Britishisms is annoying though. Kind of, I think, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't think that that's necessary. I know this is like this is like uh, other American sports don't do this, but for some reason, when it's soccer, I feel really weird saying points. Yeah, I mean, because it's goals. It's just like how it runs. And, and and no, they say they say points. Yeah, they they yeah. all say yeah, we got one point. Um, huh. Which which for some reason because of the baseball brain that bothers me. I thought it was goals. I thought they got mad at points, but all right, whatever. I don't know. I've also been watching a lot of soccer related media, including there's actually a really good show on Hulu where Rob McElhenney and um, guy oh, who yeah. plays Deadpool by uh, a soccer team, Ryan Reynolds by a soccer team in um, uh, the, the UK, uh, in, in Wales. It's really good. Have you seen this one on Apple TV? It's very inspiring. <laughs> Yeah, I know everybody hates Ted Lasso. I I like Ted Lasso because I know exactly how to watch it. I like after, Ted Lasso just fine. It's after having two beers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You drink two big beers and tell me Ted Lasso is an entertaining show, I will call you a liar. <laughs> I like I've been on record. I like Ted Lasso just fine. I really liked the first season and the thing with me in television is uh bad at continuing so i haven't seen anything since yeah. that's okay second season wasn't great third season yeah. i think it's bounced back in some ways that's good yeah. yeah um speaking of the uk i got some excellent news yesterday what's that steven the philadelphia phillies are playing the london series next year very cool Ag- against the mets no less against the mets that's fucking great that's perfect this is perfect for me because my mom and i were talking about like maybe doing a european trip this year and then i was like it'd be really cool if we did the london series and then i'm like but i don't really like the cardinals or the cubs and the tickets are all like massively expensive anyway so like Mm -hmm. i don't really want to do that and then i sat there i'm like did the, the yankees and the red sox phillies are good mets are good well, currently, notwithstanding. Yeah, I'm clipping that and can use it out of context <laughs> all the time. That's going on the soundboard forever. Yeah. Yeah. You just hit the button and it goes, Mets good in Steven's voice. Discord has soundboard now. Oh, God, that's dangerous. Sorry, you're interrupting saying about Chase Utley. Chase Utley is the ambassador for Major League Baseball in London. That's adorable. Perfect. I was like, you know, there's, let's, let's, let's wait. Let's see who gets selected for next year and uh it's exactly what i wanted so yeah we're fucking london 2024 baby i'm trying to bully as many people as i can into coming with as the closest thing this podcast has to a tax accountant i do need to remind you both that is a business expense for us we could write some of that off i need 
to do that. For context here, I've been telling the two of these doofuses to start writing off stuff related to the cost of making this for more than a year now. Uh, I'm a gay with ADHD. This I did is, write stuff off. This is an impossible task for me. I did write stuff off on my taxes. Challenge year. rating no, impossible. Steven, I'm, I'm telling you, man, TurboTax for small businesses, you just an app on your phone that yeah. costs $10 a month. And then you can write off the ten dollars a month. Yeah. All right. It's, it scams all the way. It's 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 write offs all the way down, yeah. man. You know. Okay. Chase Udley, sure he's doing a fine job. I think that 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 station is beneath him. I think there's more important jobs that we could be giving to Chase Udley <laughs> if he's going to be acting as like an ambassador. I think like he should be like a real ambassador somewhere. <laughs> I imagine the workload is roughly similar. Yeah. Like ambassador to the UK, either for. Major League Baseball or the United States of America, what like they're doing the same shit? They're just hanging around, palling around with fucking. I think he kind of became the ambassador to Panama when he slid into Ruben Tejada. Broke <laughs> oh God! <laughs> it was right that right then in there. Twenty it was twenty seventeen. It was the mm-hmm. it, no, it wasn't twenty seventeen. It was somewhere around there. I don't know. That'd be that'd be a great that'd be a great troll. Like twenty fifteen. Yeah, how, how hard of a how hard of a job can being the ambassador to the UK really be? Like it, it, you know what? It's either a really, really easy job or it's like the most frustrating, awful job because you like have to worry about like, oh, did did somebody say something terrible about Prince Andrew? Like it isn't a, <laughs> you know, like like they're constantly doing like the plot of the you know the Simpsons where Bart gets run out of Australia. I like, think you know for the bigger countries, yeah, it probably is like that. For the big countries, yeah, I think it's exactly like that. I think, I think if you were like the ambassador to like Trinidad or something, it would be like maybe once every couple months. You, there's something you got to do. The rest of the time, you're mostly hanging out. The rest of the time, you're mostly just like organizing CIA yeah. drug deals or things <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah. For the UK, the ambassador probably like their job is like, oh, hello, whoever the fuck is prime minister this week. Here's your marching <laughs> orders from the president of the United States. If you have any questions, please email my secretary. Goodbye. Yeah. Yeah, if you have any questions, remember that just because we speak the same language doesn't mean you're not like the 27th uh, biggest economy in Europe now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> like, I love we... that they still kind of think that they have like the British Empire. They're like, oh, well, you know, the sun may be setting. It's like, no, it's God. It's, are it's, we talking? <laughs> do we, do we want to get into the fucking coronation shit? I didn't watch a second of it because I'm yeah. a goddamn American. I woke up and it was half over. Yeah, it looks like people in the UK didn't even give much of a shit about no. it. Like, I saw those pictures of like the Piccadilly. Uh, Piccadilly Square and people just walking around like normal. There probably like, were more Americans who watched it than British people because a lot probably. of Americans have surf brain. Yeah, yeah, probably. There, I know that Brits Pub, the, the like where they you know, they have a lot of soccer games and stuff there. Big British pub. It's called fucking Brits for Christ's sake. <laughs> yeah, they were starting the coronation broadcast at like four in the morning or something. Oh. They're like opening up for that. I wonder if any like Irish pubs like just like trolled it the whole like, just like screen yelled at the screen the whole time. That might yeah. have been fun. In America, they're probably way too cucked. In America, Irish pubs are definitely way too cucked for that. They should go really authentic though and just be like, oh no, we're doing like a paint by numbers kind of like wine and painting parties. Mm-hmm. Sure. They have that, but they're just like, you know, this is how you build a bomb to put in a trash can. <laughs> they should be, yeah. I mean, it, it is a sad state of affairs if they didn't do that kind of thing because a lot of a lot of good, honest American money was raised in those bars for the IRA. So. Yeah, exactly. Where do you think all those armalites came from? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Gaddafi too. But, Gaddafi. Yeah. We can't we can't forget him. We can't forget Gaddafi. <laughs> we would never forget one. Gaddafi on this podcast. Real yeah. One. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Well, I I think there is 
an issue here that I think we should be a little bit concerned about is mm-hmm. I, I think given the general characteristic of the in- English uh, in general, and I'm going to paint mm-hmm. with a broad brush here because that's what we do in this country. I can't think of a team be more disastrous for the for the British to adopt than the Mets. Oh my God! As a, as fans, because yeah. they've already got a half dozen persecution complexes. Yeah, this would be adding a big one. The Mets or the Phillies? <laughs> the, oh, the Mets are. Uh, the, I mean, the, the Phillies are their own weird, annoying thing. Don't the get Mets me wrong. Worse. The Mets yeah. would be way worse. The Phil- they can't they can't adopt the Phillies. No, like, as, no. you know, no, 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 no. no. I That's think like too much of a clash. The, like maybe like Wales could adopt the Phillies. There or, is that. I mean, there is that. That there is a Phillies bar. There is a Philly bar in London. That they do like, that everywhere, though. Yeah, famous on Philly's Twitter. On Philly's Twitter, I mean, there's, and there's, there's Green Bay Packers bars everywhere. There's Yankees that's fucking everywhere. It blows my mind. Yeah, that people over there care. It's mostly <laughs> yeah. Americans who are working there. Adopting the Mets would just be a disaster. The Phillies, yeah, like I think it would have to be Wales. I don't think it could be Scotland because Scotland, like, I don't know, they're just the English's like slave masters and like they're fodder that they throw into places they need to colonize. <laughs> I wouldn't want the Scots on your on your side for that one. But the Welsh, you know, they have going for they have the Rob McElhenney always sending a Philadelphia soccer team now. They do have that going for them. That's true. A connection there. That is a very big connection. He points out in the show a couple of times. There's a lot of like working class background, kind of like hard scrabble city, falling outside the times. It lost its industrial production. All yeah. that bullshit they tell themselves to pretend they're not like the seventh biggest city. Um, mm-hmm. That's all. That all applies to Wales too. Except it's actually yeah. mostly true there. Yeah. We got other games though that were announced, right? Bunch of series, yeah. They're apparently in this in the CBA that they just negotiated. There's it's like a whole thing that they're gonna be playing a lot more games overseas, which is really cool. Love it. Uh they're doing London this year, next year, and twenty sixteen. Yeah. Uh or twenty 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 six, because uh in twenty twenty five they're supposedly going to Paris. Let's which is go. Very interesting. <laughs> Who the fuck is playing in Paris? I want it. Yeah. I wonder what the, the yeah, the Parisian baseball Who, scene is like. I feel like we need to put our best foot forward with that one. Like we would, we would need our most elegant, refined players. So uh, like, yeah. we need Joey Votto to not retire next year. Yeah, we definitely need the Blue Jays because that fan base has probably the most French speakers. That might be a negative. Although, yeah. although the French they speak, the French they speak <laughs> is uh highly questionable when compared to Parisian. That would be French. that would be a ton of fun. Just sending a bunch of like bat like backwater yokel accented Quebecois guys yeah. to to Paris for a week. We need to get we need to get a a team going in like. Not New Orleans, but like really Cajun country, <laughs> Louisiana. So we can just have like, yeah, the the French like mutants that split <laughs> off from them, uh, both up uh, up north and down south, coming back. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> to destroy uh, their language yeah. in front of them. Blue Jays, the, Astros. The Opelousas O's or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the op, the Opelousas, the, the, uh, uh, Chafalaya Basin, like shrimp, uh, shrimp boat uh, captains. Yeah, I mean, if they're gonna, you know, if you're gonna put a team in Salt Lake City, despite the, uh, you know, climate change hazards, why not? Why not just do Louisiana <laughs> too? Supposedly, next season is going to open uh, with a series in Seoul. 
Is that going to be like when they did Japan a couple yeah, years ago with I the A's so. and the Mariners? And before, that makes before the most sense. Yeah. Else. Yeah. And I think the, the the they don't have the details hammered out with that yet. So like Japan is the backup. Okay. Um, but they're they're looking to confirm um, San Diego and, and the Dodgers. That'd be really killer. cool. That'd be and killer. then next year they're doing the Mexico series again. And this time it's going to be Rockies Astros. Which Let's go. Well, that's uh, kind of too bad. Rockies will be <laughs> used to, rock, yeah. Yeah. will be used to it in some degree. It seems like it's just like so much more out of control even than, <laughs> than Colorado, <laughs> though. Yeah, because it's what like a thousand feet higher. We shouldn't even send games. We should just do a home run derby there. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. that would be so good. That batting practice—that's what we should really televise. The batting practice before. I think that the uh, Chicago Cubs should relocate to mexico city including all their fans because they they absolutely love going nuts cheering for something that's an easily caught uh fly ball <laughs> and so we might as well just give them a whole bunch of home runs so they don't look as stupid all the time you know <laughs> anyway so yeah i'm excited about all those things i'm already bullying bobby of tipping pitches to come to yeah. london with me next oh you year. should that be incredible so stay tuned details about that anyway Growing the game. Sorry, I, my brain is has been liquefied by too much meat. Someone else <laughs> needs to be. Not the only time it's ever happened to you, host. Hey. Hey. Can't let a good gay joke go by. No, on you this really show. can't. Okay, speaking of uh, meat getting thrown around in Philadelphia. Oh yeah. <laughs> so last night was Dollar Dog Night, and. Oh, this and, is quickly uh, becoming my favorite tradition in the whole, in perhaps in the whole country. The first two dollar dog nights in Philadelphia, the Phillies played like dog shit and lost terribly. So <laughs> obviously, what do you do when you're, you're gonna... at a ball game and you're frustrated with your team and you're bored? You throw <laughs> your cheap hot dogs everywhere. That's the least expensive thing there. Yeah. <laughs> also, one of the safest things you can throw. Yeah, yeah. totally. <laughs> Last night. They were winning and performing pretty well, and people were still throwing hot dogs. And I think it has become. I was looking at. I was. I was on the Reddit, and like a bunch of people who would who were there like chimed in, and they were like, "Oh yeah, like the wave started, and then <laughs> as it went, people just kind of it kind of morphed from the wave into tossing hot dogs in the air." So Good. I love this. But they're just throwing them up into the air. Not yeah, like no, they're the not field. like throwing them. They're oh. not like pelting people with them. They're just I was hoping like... it was uh, and here comes the pretzels situation, <laughs> <laughs> but it's not, huh? That, they're just throwing, they're just throwing hot dogs at themselves like they're graduation caps. Like, yeah, just tossing I... them up in the air. That's disgusting. I'm here for it. Let's I'm go. not. It's great. I am not going to one of these games ever. I don't want to just get like just pelted with hot dogs raining down on. Okay, me. so awful. So two things. One. Avoid dollar dog nights, but two, even if you go on a dollar dog night, just just be in the upper levels. <laughs> you, yeah, just bring mom. an umbrella. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I love this because specifically because it's probably people in the upper decks throwing this onto the people with the more expensive seats in the lower seats. Yeah. By proxy. I think this is a great tradition already because both for the class war elements and because Okay, if it's that it's extremely yeah. funny. I'm sure it sucks to clean this up. I'm sure whoever does that is not having a good day. And that's a shame, but I still think we should be allowed to have fun. And in the city of Philadelphia, you can only have fun by throwing something. So 
I'm sending this whole fucking city to finishing school. <laughs> like the whole city needs to go to a fucking Victorian finishing school. Let's put the books on their heads and none of you know what to do with that third fork yeah. on the right. That's yeah. I'm gonna get that. that I'm gonna wash the hoagie out of their mouth with some diction. <laughs> oh, uh, we're gonna have was... you using an oyster fork by the end of the year. Yeah, I almost yeah. fucking. I almost fucking laughed in my server's face last night at at, at the restaurant because he he definitely was just like welcome to fogo and i was just like oh god this is so good let me start you out with some waters yeah <laughs> like fucking like philly boy Roy working at fogo yeah but yeah i i normally i'm not a fan of wasting food um but the Hatfield Dollar Dogs at Citizens Bank Park are questionably food, so I think it's fine. Yeah, mm. the, they're, they're throwing at the end of the, any baseball game night twenty thousand hot dogs in the in the garbage immediately. Mm. I guarantee you, mm. at any game in America. No, disgusting. I'll be staying away from this city. No, you gotta come. <laughs> You're coming this year. You you told us. You, yeah, you yeah, told yeah. Me you ah, okay. yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> Well, well, let's go to the like comparatively more civilized city of Baltimore instead. Yeah, the city that gave us John hey, Waters, Edgar Allan Poe's <laughs> from there. Jane, how uh, how the twins doing? That's a tricky question. <laughs> <laughs> the, I mean, the real answer is uh, they're in the AL Central, which is not doing great as a whole. Right now, it's May tenth. Every single team. The American League East, including the last place Yankees, uh, has a better record than every team in the AL Central. That is and all but one team so in the AL West too, <laughs> and only like only like two or three teams even in the NL mm-hmm. are above where the Yankees are, and they're in last place in their division. Uh I saw this <sighs> earlier today, and it is, it's just, it's perfect. Yeah. I I want nothing more than for the ALEs to send four teams to the postseason this year and not the Yankees. <laughs> Fuck, it'd be funny. I, and have the Yankees finish with a better with a better record than Minnesota or or, or the AL West. Oh my God. That would I, that would I think complete the tri- the the permanent uh, and irre- irrevocable transition from uh Yankees fans into the new Mets fans and Mets fans into the new Yankees mm-hmm. fans. Absolutely. The Mets are the Mets meanwhile are slopping it up with with the Phillies down they're they're both tied under 500 uh hanging out underneath the Marlins which is just it's great the, yeah at least you saw the Nationals look down on that's something yeah mm-hmm. um yeah we're two games ahead of the Nationals it's great yeah I yeah. love I love early season uh standings weirdnesses um speaking of we it, it we we have to mention that uh what is the what is Pittsburgh's record since we did the pod with Charles last week? Uh one and nine, I believe. Or uh, oh, yeah, they're, on, they're on a, yeah. yeah, yeah. They're like they're on like an they're on like a nine game slide or something. Uh funny because they're they're still in first place with uh a better record than the twins, actually. <laughs> uh they're 21 and 17. The twins are 19 and 17. Uh, <laughs> it's very funny. Charles has been apoplectic all week. They're still in first place. Very funny. I mean, they're they're only half game ahead of the Brewers, but the, yeah, the, yeah. The 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 Pirates' last ten are one and nine. The Brewers' last ten are two and eight. 
fucking <laughs> the Cubs last ten are three and seven. <laughs> God, this is just it's just grim. And like, not to mention all of the shit going on with the Cardinals right now. Oh, there, that's a sad situation. We there needs to be some sort of investigation into the Cardinals to determine what the hell is going on here. They had a Hall of Fame catcher for you know close to two decades or whatever. Damn, and, he really uh, was their heart and soul. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was just a great catcher, great great defensive catcher, great at calling games. And uh, they and was probably getting like a, a, a run or two's worth of uh, framing benefit from the umps by the end of it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and, uh, then they signed Wilson Contreras, uh, who is who's not those things. <laughs> um, you know, he has his good qualities when he's playing well, which he's not right now uh, anywhere. But man, it's uh, he's he's definitely not Yachty. And uh, and it shows <laughs> they they have sent him now to DH, uh, really brutal. After just signing like a huge multi year deal with him, or a big multi year deal with him, it's kind of wild how like how all this has just been like coming out in the media. Like I don't know, the, it's it's been it's it's felt really weird. It's gross, <laughs> frankly, the way that it's been getting talked about a lot. Like. Uh, the, the stuff that like will come out of Cardinals, coaches, players, whatever media, uh, that like, oh yeah, we basically we we told Wilson that he had to you know shape up or oh, yeah. whatever, very like, that sort of stuff. Yeah, just completely threw him under the bus, and like, you know, he's he's not Yachty. He might even be bad at being a catcher, but it's not all his fault. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're, no. they're this fucking bad, and like. I don't know. Just throwing to a better catcher is not going to solve their fucking problems. They signed him for the here. the player that he is, and you know he's yeah. uh, he's uh, slumping right now, but yeah. he's he's still the the guy that they signed. Yeah. He's not going to magically turn into a totally different player profile, right? I mean, and it doesn't help that the Cardinals have a lot of kind of soft tosser sort of pitchers that have been getting really good <laughs> results, probably because of Yachty over the last few years, you know, probably helped them a lot. And then once you don't have that, yeah, things it was a pitching going wrong. It was a pitching staff that, like you said, a lot of them don't throw very hard. A lot of them are older. Mm-hmm. They, it, it could have fallen. A, it could, they could have turned into a pumpkin any year. It's, it's yeah, the same absolutely. thing we're seeing with like Scherzer and other guys who like sooner or later, they, their mind does not be any gas left in the tank. Yeah. But like just the, this organization clearly wasn't ready for it No, And so they didn't know how to react to it either. Like not only from, adapting to it on the field and you know having the having the depth having the backups having you know these plans but like having the player development just having mm-hmm. the player development but also they just didn't know how to like behave themselves mm-hmm. which is just like really really shows you how caught off guard they are by this yeah that they're not... throwing yachty under the or that they're throwing uh wilson Contreras under the bus that they're just flailing in so many different directions. Like, I might go so far as to say that that's not the cardinal way. It's not Ooh. the cardinal way. It's definitely not the cardinal way. And I don't know what the fuck they did to Nolan Arenado. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's not great. I think he'll be fine. But yeah. Anyway, I don't know. I, I, I don't want to leave the misery index that is the AL or the Central Leagues without mentioning a certain something that happened at a Tigers uh Cleveland Guardians game last yes. week. This okay. Absolutely spectacular throw uh on a steal attempt by Akil Badu. Oh, this was like two days ago, wasn't it? Yeah, this was fairly recent. It made some waves on Twitter because yeah. uh the 
from a certain male perspective, the worst possible thing happened. And then the worst mm -hmm. thing that could happen uh, when you're trying to steal a base also happened. Yes. So Akil Badu sliding into second. You know, sometimes the put the you know the the second base and the shortstop, whoever's you know receiving the the throw, sometimes they miss with it, and uh, you know you take a as, as the as the runner, you take a baseball to the to the ribs or to somewhere. Uh, but he took his took it right in the groin, and not only that, but it bounced out of the groin and into the infielder's glove. And he still got tagged out. In my opinion, perfect. I think basically, yeah. I don't think the throw is off the line. I think this is essentially what every catcher is trying to do their entire careers from the time they start playing in Little League to the time they retire. <laughs> I think yeah. on some level, some yeah. psychosexual level, they're all aiming to hit the guy precisely in the junk. And that's just very hard to do. You know, that that was like definitely a thing that that like you know pitchers used to do and catchers used to do and stuff would uh like you know set it up with the first baseman so when they uh you know throw throw a pick back to uh back to first and the guy slides just like oh just let up let the glove come up and let <laughs> it just hit him in the ribs exactly it's, <laughs> it's like, all it is yeah but you know if uh akil badu if he hadn't gotten taken in the rule five draft a couple of year he'd still be on the twins right now and they don't fucking run at all so this would not have happened to him <laughs> you know what though it all worked out in the end because he got three hits after that so yeah he's one of the guys that like i i, I did follow him like when he was a prospect and i was really <laughs> bummed out when uh when they lost him uh, I, I I do think there's one element of this that's a little bit underreported too that I think is my personal favorite in, element of the whole story. The uh, guess who the pitcher on the mound was when this all happened? Who was it? Tanner Bibby. Tanner Bibby. <laughs> Tanner Bibby. Tanner Bibby. Tanner Bibby. Are we are we doing a Beetlejuice thing? Tanner Bibby. Tanner Bibby. Tanner Bibby. Tanner Bibby. Tanner Bibby. That's all that story is. It's it's a it, it's a fun clip if you enjoy the occasional it's, classic baseball highlight reel. It is stuff. It's one of those ones where, like, you know, when we used to have that's a lost art. Yeah, we it used is. to have the sports bloopers of the week that everybody saw because you know we didn't have the internet, so it we brought all us had together. to watch the same. Yeah, we we all had to watch the same like sports bloopers tapes or whatever highlights would be on the news, and we'd see and you'd see that one over and over again on like a Saturday morning show like call, you know, called like world's most outrageous sports bloopers. Exactly. Like, you see that like over and over again. It was on Someone the local throw news. In, like yeah. a, like it's... a, like a honking noise or like, yeah. A... yeah, yeah, yeah. It is that level of like sports quality of like quality mm -hmm. sports blooper. It is one of the best I've ever seen by far. Mm -hmm. It's, it's it... kind of a, it's kind of sad that we are just on the internet now where that will just, you know, it went around on Twitter for a little bit. We're talking about it and then it'll just go away. Cause hey. it's truly one of the finest I've ever seen. It is, especially because then no one here was like really an idiot or doing anything wrong. It was no. just it was just like the cosmic forces of of nature. It was mm -hmm. God and all the angels. It was like karmic. It was uh, Randy Johnson luck. killing the bird. Yeah, like it's it was that, that level of rare. Yeah. yeah, well, it's not that level of rare. It was pretty close yeah. to it. They're both astronomically unlikely things to happen, but they both yeah. happen. And that's beautiful. Yeah, we live in a we live in a, an age of of wonder and a, a world of infinite magical possibilities. Anyway, R.I.P. And baseball to, reminds us of that. Yeah. Anyway, R.I.P. to both the, to the testicles of both uh, Akil Badu and my cat Baby <laughs> Billy, who got neutered to today. Uh, prayers up for Baby Billy. <laughs> he's in his cone. He's get well soon, King. Sad. Yeah. 
Before we get to mailbag, I have to bring this up. Did y'all see Syndergaard is doing hypnosis? That's so funny. <laughs> He's not doing too well this season. No. And uh, you know, if you're trying to if you're trying to break a slump, if you're trying to, you know, get into a different headspace, you could do a lot worse than consulting hypnotherapy. Really? Yeah. As far as like weird suit, like pseudoscientific things baseball players do, it's objectively less harmful than chiropractic. It's yeah. probably mm-hmm. less harmful than like the cupping stuff. The cupping stuff for just, ugh, yeah, I don't that like that. So I, that shit. I don't it's even so know what's supposed to disgusting. do. Disgusting. Disgusting. Regardless, um, I don't care if it does work, which it probably doesn't. Disgusting. Mm-hmm. No, a couple times around town, I've seen, because there's a couple like places kind of in my part of town that do it as like a, as like something I do. And mm-hmm. a couple of, I've been out at restaurants and there was like a woman in a strapless dress with like the weird marks on her back. And like, oh, you just came from that weird cupping thing, didn't <sighs> you? Uh, I feel like Noah Syndicard is the type of guy where if you had talked to him when he was younger and before he was going through all these troubles, like back when he was just throwing gas and you would have said, like somebody would have said around him, like, yeah, I'm trying to do hypnosis to uh, get rid of my yips or you know turn my performance around. He would have been like, that's fag shit. Yeah, like <laughs> I feel like yeah. Noah Syndergaard like would would have made fun of that in his less desperate times. Listen, we grow Probably. as people. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if he necessarily be like use a homophobic slur about well, it. Maybe but yeah, not. yeah. He, I think he, I think he'd probably be like, <sighs> yeah, or, yeah. I think yeah. A, a lot of a lot of younger guys who haven't, you know, this is a classic baseball thing. Like you, you get older, you lose something on the fastball, and you yeah, got to totally. do whatever it takes. But it's not on the ball. You're yeah. Trying to hold on as long as you can. It's rough out there. He's he's. He's 30 years old. He's lost something on the fastball. He's bounced around the league of a couple teams now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, give it a shot. Maybe there's the worst thing that could happen is probably uh, he um, gets some kind of uh, what's the word for it when a medicine doesn't do anything. Sugar placebo. pill. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's like a placebo effect to it for him. Who knows? Sure. If if the hypnosis doesn't work, then, oh, OK, you just took a nap in the dark and like <laughs> got well rested yeah that's pleasant yeah yeah maybe maybe if like the psychiatrist knows him and is doing stuff like get on blue sky you need to troll <laughs> you need to troll rich richard yeah. on blue sky or something like that that'd be, that'd be kind of fun yeah yeah maybe that's i you know i think tomorrow is my two weeks on blue sky i don't know if i'll get an invite or not but if i do maybe i'll reach out to noah syndergaard before i talk to steven uh <laughs> <laughs> please i need to get on there so bad yeah, if yeah. anyone has a, a, a an invite to spare to blue sky yeah uh please please consider giving one to jane or i for a backup account or for a podcast account right and once yeah. we have that we once do we need a podcast four or five account. other friends yeah we need we we'll... need a podcast account we need noah syndergaard uh i need i need a private one i need one where i just talk about magic gathering on there because i yeah, feel like I yeah. need, it's like you know it's a little too much on my normal account it kind of messes with my engagement I think I need to like split those brands off. I, I have like I have like four or five uh, girls in in like my trans friend social circle who I need to um, harvest as as uh, vassals in in my cloud empire. Yeah. Uh, so I need invites for them first, but then then we'll get to Steven. You're 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 right up there next to them, buddy. I think my cats each need one. Yeah, yeah, that's a given. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. I need one for the rotating sandwiches stuff. Probably. I think I'm going to split that off too. That you actually that actually you do you do need. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, actually. Yeah, I better secure that first before they actually have gifts or video integrated. Uh, mm. What I, I need to establish all of that before any of that stuff actually exists on the platform. Mm-hmm. Well, you have a website though, right? You can get, you can just get like 
you can oh, use like yeah. the I website just, thing on your ads. Like Lauren.rotatingsandwich.com. Yeah. yeah. Lauren.rotating sandwiches. That'd be pretty fun, uh, I guess. I could cool. do that probably. Yeah. Yeah. Use that as your ad. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> okay. Mailbag. Mailbag. Uh, and I think it's once again not going to get through all of them. So we're gonna we're gonna have to just do a big mailbag episode here soon, I think, and get through a bunch of these. All right. Well, okay. Let's start here. Uh, at JC underscore ESQ, JC Esquire on Twitter. Will Brent Rooker take the Orioles to the promised land post trade deadline? Uh, no, no, no. It would be very funny if the A's got rid of the only thing that they had of, of of any value at the trade deadline and it's a guy that still has like four more years of cheap control left yeah it would also <laughs> be very funny to think that the orioles are going to be this team making a big splash yeah yeah also that's that's funny and yeah brent rooker uh drafted by the twins i followed his his career a lot uh coming up into the to the twins no damn I fucking it's gonna prospect nerd jane over here i am for sometimes when they're twins ones, I do know a lot more about them. You're the old school scouting person of the podcast. I am. Yeah, I definitely yeah. am. You're the crusty old, crusty old uh, scout. Yeah, I, I don't do spreadsheets. I literally just have a big notepad full of notes for like from years and years. Yeah, and years just ago. just like let, got next to a guy just saying, "Good swing, good makeup, good profile." Yeah, exactly. Has a girlfriend. He sees the, he yeah. Sees yeah. the ball right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> looks like he says. Looks like he calls people fag a lot. Yeah, yeah. F slur quotient off off the chart. You gotta you gotta draft this kid. Uh, okay, Mulder Batflip. Do another Orioles one. Is Adley Rutschman a beef boy or just tall? He's a little. Uh, he's a little beefy. He's pretty. No, I think he's pretty like strong. Like yeah, pretty, he's pretty Let's beefy. See. He's got like a ruddiness to him. I would yeah. say that like a lot of young, younger like athlete guys have. Uh, he might lean. I think that's a trait that can lean out a little bit as the guys kind of get out of their younger baby baby face days. Yeah. Yeah, I think he counts he's got as a some beef. Mildly beefy boy. He's he's um he's like a twunk. He's not a full stick of jerky, but he's like a slim jim. I mean he's six two, he's tall for a catcher. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No one who's six two to twenty is is lean. No. No. It's tight. Yeah. <laughs> not in professional baseball anyway. Timbo says, should the AL East get its own play in series? <laughs> <laughs> kind of shaking up shaping up like it, yeah. I mean it's it's Hard to not argue yeah. that they should at this point. Like, I, I really think like the balanced schedule has wrought a lot of unexpected. Well, I guess it isn't unexpected, right? It's just like, oh, it's hey, not all of that. The but centrals yeah. suck. Yeah. I think the centrals would be sucking shit regardless. Yeah. We we can we we could have looked at pre before the season started at the ALEs and, and reasonably concluded any of these teams could be pretty solid. Yeah. yeah, that's true. And I think you could really look at any team here and be like, yeah, the Rays are maybe a little are are probably not as good as they look on with as the record shows. How the Yankees they... clearly aren't as bad as the record shows. But I doesn't say they're bad. It says they're good, but not like incredible. Like all of these were good teams going into the season. We're seeing them play well now, uh, especially now that the Red Sox have really heated up uh, on um... offense. Okay, they do, they do have a decent amount of games played against their division. I, I just like looked in that tab. I I, I am checking this because uh, the Philadelphia Phillies have played three games against division rivals so far this season. Um, mm-hmm. and but they they all look like they've balanced. They're, they're pretty balanced in terms of the amount of games they've played against each other. Yeah, yeah. I think 
I think it'll even out a bit hmm. more, hopefully. Uh, I don't know who. I don't know. I I genuinely don't know what order this division is going to finish in. No, there's a re you could reasonably conclude any one of these teams could be at the top. Any one of these teams could be the bottom. Mm -hmm. It's going to come down to like hot streaks, injuries, all the little things that make up the overall course of any season. All right, it's it's way easier to look at the AOS and be like, yeah, the Rangers are probably overperforming still. Yeah. The, the Guardians are probably underperforming a little bit. You know, yeah. it's it's way easier to say there's outliers out there than there is in the AL East right now. Mm -hmm. All right. At Proto underscore Butlerian. Will Martin Maldonado win the Silver Slugger this year? Uh, no, that's a stupid question. He's a, he's a bad hitter. <laughs> he's a good he's a good uh, catcher. Let me see. He's he has a 49 OPS plus right now on a career 71 OPS plus, And he's a longtime veteran. Like, so if he sticks around, it's not because of his bat. Uh, no, no, sorry. Proto Butlerian. It's a funny question, a though. I, I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to discourage people from sending us no, funny questions. No, no, no. But but we do reserve the right to just be like that's a dumb question. Yeah, we're, we're a pro. We're a pro clown question, bro. Podcast. Here's a very smart question, Nick, on the Discord. How much woe would Tony Womack Mac if Tony Womack could Mac woe? Beautiful. <sighs> okay. Mm. Next question. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, Nick, we, we, we read your, your clever little thing on uh, on the podcast. Good job. Number one, this is another older question. Number one, Taryn Vavra fan. If you are certain it was just sitting on top of other popcorn and not directly touching trash, would you eat the MASN booth trash popcorn? So, yeah, in the in the booth, oh. Kevin Brown just knocked popcorn into the trash oh, and i yeah. think they were eating stuff like that was on like the popcorn fell in the trash okay and they're just eating the popcorn that was resting on other popcorn and it's like it's a it's a broadcast booth that's it's probably just all paper in there yeah i would eat the shit out of that well, i don't care I'm, yeah i don't care that was definitely that trash was definitely taken out since anything was put in there there's definitely not any like wet gross stuff in there mm. it's definitely just full of papers i'd eat that popcorn. that's all true that's okay. I need to tell an anecdote uh, from if I couldn't just go get more popcorn, I would eat that popcorn. There was a certain time in my life until fairly recently. I think I can comfortably say I would have also eaten the trash popcorn. But then there was this incident I had with uh, my my parents. This is a good story that my my dad was telling about a, a family friend who they had both worked with a couple years back who had died. Not this is an incident of a family friend. It was a coworker of both my parents where one time my dad came across him uh, eating a bagel at the office mm -hmm. and he dropped the bagel on the floor in front of my father, picked it up and resumed eating it. Okay. To, like to like the wet side of the bagel down. The, either way here, the relevant part of the story is what comes next, mm -hmm. where my mom immediately said, and this is going to haunt me for the rest of my life because I've done this. Well, he died young. Oh, no. So for that reason, wow. I can no longer comfortably eat anything off of the floor, which is good. That's a good thing for me. That's that's progress. That's personal growth. You know, it's not the worst thing that could have happened, but this is very much like the Arrested Development. You always leave a note thing where they're <laughs> just like scaring their children. It's like, yeah, well, he God. died young. 
Yeah, you know what else? He, yeah, he smoked cigarettes. He died young. It's like, well, he got hit by a bus. So like, this wasn't <laughs> this wasn't like a childhood trauma thing. This happened. This was like less than two years ago. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> We're like, yeah, you know, I'm at the stage of my life where I probably shouldn't enforce the five second rule anymore. You don't need to, especially yeah. with popcorn. Popcorn's pretty cheap. But like, okay, okay, you're in the booth. You can't just go get more popcorn. You got to call this game. You might not even have time in between innings or half innings anymore. They're not going to the get the to the stance to get the popcorn themselves either way. Okay. They're sending a gopher. Well, you kind of want some now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of want some now. Yeah. If you want to grab a handful, grab a handful. And, yeah. and just kind of you know snack in between, I respect that. I I'm not <laughs> going to say you're wrong to do that. I'm just going to say, well, <laughs> he did die young. Okay. All right, all right, all right. He did die young. Uh, <laughs> at Octopus Gigolo on Twitter. Favorite celestial body? Big Dipper. Uh, you know, I think I'm just going to I'm gonna play the classics and say the moon. Okay. Oh, the moon does rock. I like the moon a lot. Yeah, the moon's the moon's great. What how do we feel about icy moons here? Generally pro. I'm I'm a pro I'm a pro icy moon gal. Icy moons. Like moons made out of ice. Or well, yeah, covered or in that, ice. Or covered yeah. in ice. Yeah, they're yeah, sure. Europa. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know. I think if you, if you're like looking for opportunities to like colonize space, which is you shouldn't do, we shouldn't no. go into space. Uh that those are interesting and good places to kind of look at. Well, yeah, you need to get that so you can uh harvest hydrogen to use for fuel, you know. Ex- so exactly. You go further exactly. Out into the universe. And and also like there's gonna be liquid water there when you melt the ice. So mm-hmm. there's it's sustainable as a perhaps more sustainable as a colony than a number of options. If you want to have like a uh, an expanse type setup where that's how you get your belter class, the working class, oh, yeah. space miner class that you can oppress, that you, it's really key to get the icy moons. That, uh, I think if, if that's the aesthetic you're going for, that's an important factor. I guess I'm just going to go with Jupiter, okay. king of the planets, biggest, biggest Sick. planet. Great planet. Don't, yeah. don't get me wrong. I, I love Jupiter. You know yeah. what though? Shout out Mercury too. Smallest planet. Yeah, Mercury's got some cool Mercury's stuff going cool. Mercury's cool. Mercury's yeah. chill. I was about to correct you. Yeah, and if you had, I would have <laughs> fucking lost my shit. I, you know well, it's, you know, I'm, I forgot. You know what sucks shit? Mars. Mars is terrible. Boom, Aww. fuck Mars. Venus, Venus rocks. Venus is if, cool. Earth-like planets, Venus kicks the shit out of Mars. Way, I way like, cooler. I like Mars. Mars is terrible. Mars is a garbage planet for idiots. It's Dusty. Red. red. No atmosphere. Fuck no it. atmosphere Awful. at all. Garbage, garbage. Don't need, doesn't need a fucking core. Get out of here yeah. with that. Yeah. No magnetosphere, no go. Not Bullshit interested. Bullshit Mickey Mouse planet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, I was, t- I had a great conversation with a friend a while back about, um, uh, how there used to be science fiction writers who had these really like John Carter of Mars, like that whole book series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like there was a lot of other writers like that who's who f- their whole career in science fiction was like the fictional indigenous cultures of life, uh, like civilizations living on Mars and Venus. And mm-hmm. then one day we had pictures from the surface of those planets, and everyone was like, Well, guess we can't do that shit anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and started yeah. writing other stuff. We know too much about space, in my opinion. I it should be like those, you know, old turn of the century drawings, like our understanding or like movies, like our understanding of space is that like, oh, one day a man will fly a rocket up there and eat a big chunk of cheese out of the moon. <laughs> like that's what it should be. That's what I want it to be. I, I agree insofar as that also means we shouldn't have the technology actually to go there because it's already the case where people don't appreciate enough how bad it is to mm-hmm. actually go into space. Yeah. Don't do it. You will die. 
I yeah, I I don't understand people who actively want to do that. They are they are. I cannot fathom how their brains work that they would want to do so. No, some of them are very brave. Most of them are just very dumb. Dying yeah. in space is is funny. It's very funny. It's, it's very funny. it's very funny. It's also one of the most horrible ways yeah. you could possibly die. Yeah. Don't or do getting it. or getting space madness. Also very funny. Your ancestors will not recognize you because your your corpse does not reside on the planet Earth. Exactly. exactly. They can find you in the oceans. They can find your spirit. You know. If, oh, if I'm not fucking with the oceans of... either. Yeah. I, I know. I'm, just, I'm saying it's it's not as bad. Yeah. Oh, uh, but if you're out in space, only the elder ones will find you. Yeah. No. No afterlife. Die. No afterlife. Yeah, it's you. over. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Like... You. You went too high for heaven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God can't find you out there. Mm-mm. That's why Elon Musk wants to move you out there. Exactly. So he can harvest he's... your soul on Mars. He's trying so to form his own afterlife. <laughs> can you? Do, do you really want to be in the afterlife of nothing but guys with check marks on Twitter right now? Oh. Yeah. Spending, That's worse than hell. It's bad enough to like be hanging out with them on, on Twitter right now. Imagine spending eternity with a bunch of guys trying to scam each other with crypto. Should remake the, the Red Faction games and all like the enforcers <laughs> are all like blue check guys. <laughs> Just keep inviting you to Miami for like a, a, yeah. a convention about AI. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, sorry. I got to blow a hole up around this door uh, so I can get more air or whatever yeah yeah just join my spaces join my spaces as they like chase you as they chase you down <gasps> what oh it's foul i thought i thought nick Cassianos hit a walk-off home run i'm okay. sorry i'm watching That's the game okay. please cut that unless they actually do win no i'm not gonna cut it no matter what <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> all right are we done can we be done I think we're yeah. probably we can yeah. wrap this up. I, think. I guess yeah. I think we can. I think we can be done here. We do have we, a ton of mailbag. Maybe we should do a mailbag. We'll do a mailbag, uh, bonus we'll do a mailbag episode, episode. Yeah, let's do a mailbag bonus episode this weekend. I'm into that. Perfect. So, drop us even more questions. Yeah, send <laughs> them on in. Yeah. We'll, we'll marathon this shit. Yeah, we'll do like a we'll do yeah. like a multi. Yeah, we'll we'll get through as many as we can. Yeah, sorry, but you're gonna have to pay for that. Yeah. <laughs> But as you can tell from this episode, all the fun little riffs, all the fun little bits we do, that's all in, yeah. that's all in the questions. That's Goose all in the... gags. They're all over there on the Patreon. Patreon.com slash padding around. Thank you for listening, everybody. Yeah, bonus episode this week. And then announcement about uh, this month's watch along coming very soon, too. All right. Bye, everyone. I want to be a dog.